We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Sports Radio, 92.9, the game, back at a Chuckery show. Normally, we would be halfway home, but our new schedule is getting us off at 10 o'clock. So we'll be on with you from 7 to 10 weeknights here, which means we start the Brown Liquor Music Hour earlier because we're off at 10. So the final hour of the program is the start of the Brown Liquor Music Hour. Of course, it is a Motown Monday, Lionel Richie. A little bit of all night long because we're going to be out of here before all night long goes into effect or what have you. But anyway, um, 404-726-0929. That is our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line to be a part of the show. Odyssey app, so you catch us on the go. I'm at JMSage316 on Twitter. He is at Lewis for real on Twitter. Uh, by the way, Braves are in a rain delay as of right now, at the start of the top of the sixth inning, so Braves have not even batted yet. So top of the sixth inning, we're in a rain delay. Pirates lead 7-5. to five. Spencer Strider, two and two-thirds innings, five hits, six earned runs, three walks, three strikeouts. At least he didn't give up a home run. At least he didn't give up a home run because that's been his, his real big bugaboo so far this year. 63 pitches. His ERA now sits at a robust... 3.94. So, again, but he does lead the league in two of the three triple crown categories. He leads the league in wins, leads the league in strikeouts. That ERA title is not going to be within his grasp or anything like that. By the way, Max Fried at a buck 69 ERA, in case you're scoring at home in his six starts. All right, let's get to what we call a college football roundup. It's time for the College Football Roundup, a complete look at all the collegiate football action. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. So, story coming out that the ACC plans to di- plans to start discussing Cal and Stanford as potential new members. Now, you say to yourself, self, why would the ACC, the Atlantic Coast Conference, the Atlantic, not Pacific, Atlantic Coast Conference, be interested in those two teams. Why? Because you can't stay stagnant. You either, it, it's like a city. It either grows or it regresses. It doesn't just stay still. That's college football in today's world. Either you expand or you're left behind. 
And that's the reality of it. Now, everybody can say whatever they want to say. I've sat down uh, with um, uh, Greg Sankey, sat two feet from me, and we talked about this last year with me and Andy and Randy about, you know, are you satisfied with where the conference is? Yes. Well, guess what? Now it's an arms race because they fired the first salvo. They brought Texas and Oklahoma over. I don't think the SEC is done expanding. We're going to get super conferences. I've told you this for 11 years now that I've been on air. I've always said it. Super conferences is coming. Now we're getting that model. Because it makes all the sense in the world. Don't divide up the pie as much, if you will. And, again, they can control their own destiny without having to fluff their way through multiple conferences and try to figure things out. So, again, either you expand or you are left, or you get left behind. You either expand or you become the Pac-12. That's how it is in today's world. That's how it, that's how it happens. You have to be growing at all times. Pac-12 was not growing. They regressed. So I, I'm not surprised. Would I be surprised? This is not never about football either, by the way. I mean, that's the thing is, you know, I got in this argument with Freaky a couple of years ago when we were, we actually hosted together on a Saturday. By the way, Day-Day, I will be on Sunday uh, from 10 to 2 on Sunday for John Freaky. So Freaky's uh, off. I think he's in some lake or whatever like that. Um, and so he's off. So I will, uh, I'll be on from 10 to 2. But him and I got into this discussion because he thinks like a fan. Not saying there's anything wrong with that, but if you think like a fan, you're getting left behind. And it's not just about the eyeballs on TV. That's the big biggest part of it. That's the driver for everything. But there are all kinds of other things revenue-related to it. We talked about Stanford. Look, Stanford's one of the best, you know, sports programs in the country. Their football is what it is. Their basketball program is what it is, and it's been good at times. But their golf and swimming and gymnastics and baseball and everything else that goes along with it. Their softball is yeah, really softball's good. Yeah, softball's real. Okay, so, I mean, again, we're looking at all of their, you know, sport activities that become attractive and valuable to a conference. And, by the way, it's out in California. Any of those cities out in California are big populated centers. I don't care if it's from Frisco to L.A. to El Segundo to Rancho Cucamonga to uh, San Luis Obispo. <laughs> you know, it's, it's all big populated areas that you have all throughout California, except for some remote areas. But you've got populated areas everywhere. San Jose, San Diego, right? Those are all big populated areas. Rancho Cucamonga. I just like saying that because the Bucks are from Rancho Cucamonga. Anyway, 940, we'll get to uh, SummerSlam. But, um, so this is not surprising uh, at all that this is, this is all happening. All right, the coaches poll came out today. Georgia, the overwhelming number one. And I'll be honest with you. Alabama got four first-place votes, and they're number three. Michigan is number two, which, look, 
I'm a little bit surprised that Michigan is two. I can understand after two straight playoff appearances, after having beat Ohio State, but uh, can they do it a third time? I don't know. Maybe. I I would have thought Ohio State or Alabama would have been number two. One of those two teams. But I'll give credit. I mean, they look at what Michigan has done the last couple of years, and they put them at number two. They got a nice quarterback. Their quarterback's back. Maybe the best running back in all of college football in Blake Corum. Um, Their defense will still be good. They still have a lot of personnel on that team. I don't know if they have more than Ohio State, but, you know, we'll see. They beat them last two years. But the fact that Alabama got four first-place votes and Ohio State got one first-place vote, I'm surprised that those two teams accumulated five first-place votes. I'm I'm more amazed by the idea of the fact that Georgia didn't be unanimous at number one. Uh, again, given back-to-back national champions, they beat Ohio State and Alabama. I know they did it last year, but again, you, you usually reward a program like that that's done that much in the world of college football. But Ohio State got one first-place vote, Alabama four. Georgia got 61 first-place votes. The rest of the top ten, Georgia, Michigan, Alabama, Ohio State, LSU. That's your first five. Southern Cal, Penn State, Florida State, Clemson, Tennessee round out your top ten. And then Washington, Texas, Notre Dame, Utah, Oregon, 10 or sorry, 11 through 15, and then TCU, Arkansas, or sorry, TCU, Kansas State, Oregon State, Oklahoma, North Carolina, that's the rest of your top 20. Um I think Florida State's undervalued. I know a lot of people are either high on them or think they're overrated. I'm high on Florida State. I think Florida State has got a really good squad, and I think they're going to be that potential sleeper team, if you will, that that can find themselves in the playoff. Like, when all is said and done, I think they can find themselves in the playoffs because I think they're immensely talented. Really good quarterback, dominant defensive player. I would love to see Jared Verse in a Falcons uniform. But, again, we don't we – don't, we don't sack the quarterback. We don't, you know, again, we, how silly of me to say that we, you know, we, we would talk about sacking the quarterback and everything that goes along with it. So, I, again, the more I just, you look at what? the advanced analytics, uh, yeah. the more you see how valuable sacks oh, are. Oh, boy. Okay. Oh, boy. Can we do that? Can we do that? Can we, can we do some of that? You know, um, anyway. So, um, but uh, again, that rounds out your, your, uh, your top, uh, 20. And, um, um, I'm I'm a, I'm even a little bit surprised LSU, who's obviously they have a a terrific quarterback and they have a really good team. I'm surprised Southern Cal isn't five four somewhere in that range. Caleb Williams coming back, obviously questions about their defense, but when you look at the personnel that is coming back, it's an immense amount of personnel, and obviously the Heisman Trophy winner, who. I'm not going to say is going to be the odds-on favorite to win the Heisman because it, it feels like somebody always comes, kind of comes out of nowhere. I, I mean, I, 
I think I still think that the best player in college football is arguably Marvin Harrison Jr. Uh, I think he's the most dominant college football player in the country. I think he could be the number one pick when all is said and done in the uh, NFL. So I'll I'll take him, but uh, but certainly Caleb Williams is another guy who, um, you know, is uh, is a guy that uh, is the defending national champion. But how how often do we see those kinds of things? And uh, finally, uh, Nick Saban talking about how the new coordinators at Alabama embrace the process. Now that's better than embracing the suck, which is what Dan Quinn was asking for. Maybe that's maybe that's the difference. See. Nick Saban talks about embracing the process. Dan Quinn talks about embracing the suck. Maybe there's a reason why one guy's got five or six national titles. Maybe there's another reason where the other guy has got, you know, a a non-head coaching gig. But I digress for all of that. But but talking about his um, coordinators, Kevin Steele, um, obviously Tommy Reese um, as well. Um... They uh, uh, talk about the Alabama standard, um, and Coach Reese, or sorry, Coach Steele was talking about that's kind of a loaded question in some regards. Um, the process is built, and it started in 07. I was here. It hasn't gone anywhere. It really hasn't. Obviously, offensive football has changed, but it's harder on defense right now than uh, at, at this present time than maybe it's been in a long, long time. But the process is the process. So, again, um, you know, can't argue with the success of Nick Saban and what that program has been able to do, but certainly, you know, at some point maybe you start to catch up to coordinators, you know, being changed around all the time, players, you know, being changed all the time. Maybe at some point that this starts to catch up uh, to them a little bit. So we'll see what happens there. But um, Alabama embracing the process and not the suck. Good to hear. All right, uh, when we get back, it will be time for That's Life. Never believe a social media influencer day-day. Plus our top ten as well. Chuck Green, the Kia Studios, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, Odyssey.com app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.
Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. Back at it, Chuckery Show. 9.20, live in the Kia Studios. You know what time it is. That's life. That's life. That's what all the people say. 404-726-0929. That is our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line to be a part of the show. So, Day Day, um, something that's coming up from auction is... All of Roger Moore's memorabilia, props, and clothing from his James Bond days. Oh wow! Um, he's got he's got all kinds of stuff like um, the white ski suit from A View to a Kill. He's got his tuxedo from A View to a Kill in the Eiffel Tower scene. He's got stuff from The Spy Who Loved Me. He's got stuff from Moonraker. He's got all kinds of different things, and he's got some of the props, like some of the watches and different things that were part of his films. <clears throat> so the auction is going to take place in London on October 4th, celebrating the 50th anniversary year of Roger Moore's first appearance as 007. Uh, Bonhams has confirmed that a portion of the proceeds will go to the UNICEF uh, fund which he was appointed, if you don't know, Roger Moore, before he died, was appointed the ambassador to UNICEF back in 1991. But there's all kinds of really cool things that are going to be up um, for auction. Um, props, again, uh, clothing, everything that he's basically selling off his inventory. And of course, he's dead now. I mean, so it's his estate. Yes. I, I do have his autograph. I do have. I think you told me about yes, that. Yes, yeah. I, I. The only ones I don't have are. Uh, I don't have Sean Connery's, but I'm going to get that at some point. I'm going to I'm going to dedicate my life to it. Um, I'll get his at some point. And Timothy Dalton. Uh, that's okay, the only nice. two I don't have. I've got Roger Moore. Got Daniel Craig, Pierce Brosnan, George Lazenby. I've got all of their autographs. I just need the, the last two. So so very cool. I would um, if I had money. I would be I would be interested uh, in in all of that. All right. Do you know who is it? Kai Sanat. K A I is the guy's first name. C E N A T is the second name. Is that the uh, that's the kid that uh, had that frenzy up in was it in New York? Well, is that yes. where it was at? But so I guess he's a boob tuber. Okay. Yeah. So it says that he is the most subscribed Twitch streamer of all time. Now, isn't Dukes and Bell on the Stitch? Twitch, yeah. They're okay. <laughs> so they're on the Fletch. That's the that's the thing that they're on. Is Fletch, right? T- Twitch. Okay. But yeah. So he is, I guess, the all time subscriber. He surpa- he surpassed Ludwig's record during a February 2023 subathon. He was named Streamer of the Year at the 12th uh, Streamy Awards and the 2023 Streamer Awards. I guess he's 21 years old, which is, you know, old for a streamer, but he's on he's he's the most subscribed guy on Fletch of all time. Um and that's what Dukes and Bella's on, right? The Stitch? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, he has three siblings, a younger brother, an older brother, and a twin sister. Um, 
Okay, so he's a you a boob tuber. Well, guess what? Over the weekend, or I guess this was, I think I, I think actually this was, yeah, this was over the weekend that Twitch streamer charged with inciting a riot after giveaway draws huge crowds at Union Square in New York City. So I guess he's been charged with inciting a riot, an unlawful assembly, after thousands of people gathered in Union Square for a giveaway but left dozens of people arrested and several police officers injured. He's got 4 million followers on BoobTube. He's got 5 million on Instasnap. He's got 6.5 million on Fletch. And um, he would be, and they said he would be hosting, he said on Wednesday he would be hosting a huge giveaway at 4 o'clock on Friday in Union Square Park. He said he'd be giving away computers, PlayStation 5s, microphones, keyboards, all kinds of different uh, technology and stuff like that, or, or gadgets and gimmicks and, and stuff like that. And people were getting there at about 3 o'clock, and they said it went from 300 kids to a couple of thousand in minutes. They, they termed it a level 4 response uh, is as far as disaster response goes. Um, individuals in the park began to commit random acts of violence toward the police and the public. Uh, you had people walking around with shovels, axes, and other tools from construction. Individuals were also lighting fireworks, throwing them towards the police. They were throwing them towards each other. And they said uh, Sanat, or whatever his name was, was removed by police for safety reasons. He said on Stitch or Fletch or, or Zilch, whatever it is, uh, he said that Twitch streamer had not alerted the police to the gathering or obtained a permit, and it was declared an unlawful assembly. So again, I hope everybody was arrested in it. Everybody should be arrested. In fact, they should all send him to the gas chamber. It was me. But anyway, that's is that a little extreme for for what what is what what are they on? Yeah, that that's a little. What are they on? Zilch, T- Twitch, Twitch, Fletch. So anyway, um, sixty-five people arrested, thirty juveniles. Um, they all deserved it. They all deserve it. So again, why would you? Why? I, I guess people, young people, are impressionable and stuff like that. So. Um, he said that people would, would win prizes by answering random questions. And he said, if you get it right, boom, you get a PS5 just like that. Okay. How many people got something for it? The answer is none. Yeah. Because he put this on his, on his uh, what is it, Stitch? Okay. So, yeah. So, again, don't believe what you hear on Fletch. Anyway, all right, happy birthday to Charlize Theron. Um, certainly, obviously, one of the most beautiful women in the world. But also, um, I really liked her in that, whatever that Mad Max movie was. And, and obviously, she's done some some different, you know, um, uh, action movie star and stuff like that kind of thing. So tonight's top ten list, your top ten favorite female Action stars, 
Day Day, the floor is yours. All right, I actually have two two uh, Charlize Theron movies. Um, so I actually liked her in Old Guard. That was uh-huh. one of the Netflix movies uh, that came out when I think we were still kind of coming out of the pandemic. But you know, that's when Netflix and all the stuff started popping up on there. Yeah. And then the other one that I like her in is Devil's Advocate. With okay. Her and Al Pacino. Yes. And, uh, yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, love that movie. Um, did you see the movie Widows? Uh, it was with the uh, the Michelle Rodriguez girls. Four of them. Um, it's actually got a crazy. She's twist good to too. It. I mean, I like Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah. yeah. Um, She's but, in all of the um, uh, fake furious. The fear, yeah. Yeah. Funky yeah. But uh, F word. Yeah. It's movies. got her. Uh, what's uh, Viola also, uh, Davis? She was also in. Um, she was also in SWAT. Yes, she was. She was. That was one of her early mm-hmm. movies. But um, it's her, Viola Davis, and I can't remember who the other two actresses in it, but Liam Nielsen is in it as well. Um, you got to check it out because I don't want to spoil the movie. I, I, I think you'll like it. Anyway, let's keep going. Charlie's Angels with uh, the original uh, movie mm-hmm. version with Drew Barrymore and all and uh, Lucy Liu. Yeah, and, so I, uh, like, I like Lucy Liu. I got yeah. her on my list. All right. Zoe Zaldana for Columbiana. Yeah, that was a pretty good flick, Yeah, actually. that was. Um, obviously, uh, uh, Uma Thurman, Kill Bill. Mm, okay, um, that's a good one. Uh, I've, I've mentioned this one before to you. I love Kate Beckinsale in The yeah. Underworld. I figured you would have Kate Beckinsale yeah. on your list. Yeah. So. Um, and then Queen Latifah in, as Chloe in, in, in Set It Off. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah the bank robber. Yes. yes. Um, and then I don't know this young lady's name, but she played the, the girl with the dragon tattoo. With oh, uh, with uh, my well, with uh, with Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. Yeah, that yeah. was a book. Yes. that was a book that it was, it was right. written about. I don't know who that girl is. Yeah, and um, then they did the sequel, but I don't think it was the same actress. I think it was a different actress. I, it was a different person, but it was, it was a completely uh, like Daniel Craig wasn't in the second. No, one, he was wasn't he in the yeah. second one. Yeah, yeah. So okay, yep. I but I I remember that girl, but I don't remember yeah. who she was. Or yeah, but she like was that. good in that. And then Wanted, Angelina Jolie uh, in Wanted. Yeah, I mean, with all due respect, Angelina Jolie is top of the list on these kinds of things. Yeah. I mean, you can talk You can talk Wanted, mm-hmm. you can talk her in the, Tomb the Raiders. Uh, Womb Raider. Right. Um, you know, I, I mean, she was, she's been in, uh, what, what's the... Um, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Yes, that um, was great. Yeah, yeah. so I mean, she's, she's really good. So she's at, she's at the top of my list uh, as well. Um, I did have Lucy Liu, and I like her. I like her in Charlie's Angels, but I also, did you ever see that Mel Gibson movie that she was in? Um, oh, my gosh. She plays, she plays like this mob boss or whatever. I think it's like revenge or something like that, or it's where Mel Gibson is a. I think he's a hitman who goes straight or something like that. Can't remember what what that, that movie is called. Sounds familiar. Yeah, but I think she. I thought she was really good uh, in that, and I just I, I like her overall. I liked her in Kill Bill um, as well. So I got Lucy Liu on my list. Um, <clears throat> Carrie Ann Moss. From the Matrix movie. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like she yeah. was, she, she was, was great in that. Yeah, yeah she, she was. was real kick-ass in that. Yeah, uh, she was in that movie. Um, I go with the OG. I still go with Linda Hamilton in the uh, Terminator okay. movies. Okay, yeah, uh, especially yeah. Terminator Two. Like she's yeah. great in Terminator Two. Uh, even the first Terminator when she's kind of like the, you know, soft uh, woman and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Then by the time the second one comes along, she's like hardcore. Um, 
Sigourney Weaver, the other OG. Yeah, that's uh, true. Yeah, well. Aliens, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, so. Um, payback. I found it for payback. you. Payback. There you go. Yeah, payback. Yeah. Um, Ronda Rousey in um, The Expendables. I didn't see. So which one was she in? She was in the third one. Third, okay, so yeah, I didn't yeah, see that yeah. one. She I was in the third one. I, I just like Ronda Rousey because she's, yeah. she's a badass. Anyway. Now, I will tell you this. Her and Michelle Rodriguez, they got a really hell of a fight scene in one of the fa- – I don't know. I couldn't tell you which one it is. I just saw it on TV fake, one day. Fake fast. Yeah. But in, <laughs> but in one of those, they got a they got a you know, and obviously stunt doubles play a role, but the fight scene itself is crazy. Yeah, I think I think she's about to leave WWE. By the way, too. Yeah, yeah, she's 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 about to leave WWE uh, again. She did the job on the way out, and she's going to be gone. So, um, Charlize Theron, uh, I think she's multiple things. Um, here's an underrated one: Gina Carano. Did you ever see the the movie Haywire? I don't think so. Haywire is pretty good. Haywire's hey, go go watch Haywire. That's a pretty okay. good that's a pretty good action flick. She kicked butt in that okay. Uh, okay. that movie. So Haywire is pretty good. Um, Scarlett Johansson. Oh yeah. I, I mean I mean yeah, she's I mean, yeah. yeah, you got it. I mean I was going to put her on my list but I was like, "Yeah, you know, there's so many. Yeah, but she's great, yeah." Yeah, but I mean she looks good and she's fighting like that. Yeah, so, she's, yeah. yeah, she's I don't like the red hair though. That's the only thing I don't like. About <laughs> her, but, um, was that was that was that the hair color in the comics too? Like her, uh, for her, Black her Widow. Character. Yeah, for Black Widow. Oh, I her, think she might have had different. I can't really remember the ca- comic character of okay. her, honestly. Yeah, I, 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 until she came along, I'll be honest with you, I didn't even know that there was a Black Widow. I always knew, but she wasn't a character I was interested in, so yeah. I didn't really, you know. Yeah, yeah, I can understand. Uh, and then my final one is: Do you know who Michelle Yeoh is? Yes. So. She was a Bond girl. Mm-hmm. She was in uh, Tomorrow Never Dies. Yes. Um, kick butt in that movie. And she was in uh, Hidden Dragon, Crouching Tiger. Yes. Something. I love her. Know. She's great. Yeah. She's yeah. she's really good. And she's legit, too. I mean, so. Uh, and then she was, she, you know, she won. She was in that movie that just won the Oscar. Whatever that yeah, futuristic I know movie you, was. Yeah, it was yeah, crazy. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't um, know what that thing is called. Um, something. It had like a crazy title, too. Yeah, it did. Uh, yeah, gosh, Jamie, what was the Jamie name Lee Curtis won the Oscar for that yeah. movie as a supporting role. Yeah, what was that movie? Yeah, um, I, whatever that movie was. But but I, I watched part of that movie, and that whole, that whole movie is too crazy for me to just be able to absorb and watch and things like that. So, anyway. All right, hit us up with your list. When we get back, um, we're going to preview, or sorry, review SummerSlam from Saturday night. Chuck, we in the Kia Studios. We're headed to the top of the hour, and Jason Longshore with Atlanta Soccer tonight coming up at 10 o'clock. It's our new time that we get out of here. Sports Radio, 92 on the game, odyssey.com app. Music.
Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, back at a Chuckery Show. Headed toward the top of the hour, Jason Longshore coming up then. Our new schedule, we are off at 10 o'clock. So we'll still do the Love TKO before we get out of here. But uh, Jason Longshore will be coming up at 10 o'clock with Atlanta Soccer tonight. Obviously, probably going to recap the the knocked out, uh, you know, performance by the U.S. women's uh, national team. And um, that was not a very impressive outing, um, especially in that final match after it started off so good against Vietnam and then did not do a whole lot after that. So, um, all right, Dede, before I give you my thoughts, mm-hmm. I know you finished watching um, SummerSlam. Yes. Um, what were your thoughts? Um. Overall, um, just okay. Like, if I had to give it a grade, honestly, I'd probably give it, like, a C. Um, best match of the night. Well, before I get to that, I'll say the um, the uh, the match between um, Cody and, and Brock, I don't know. I mean, I guess it was cool for Brock to, you know, I guess that was in a sense kind of putting him over a little bit to put him on to that next, uh, that next whatever it's going to be now. Um but I just thought the match was just – it was so dominant by Brock, and it was just kind of – you kind of knew that's what they were going to do after a while. I was like, okay, they're, they're just going to they're just gonna let Cody just have that five minutes. You know, Brock dominates for 10, and then Cody gets his – you right. know. So I was kind of disappointed in how they kind of played that match out. Um, but the best match of the night, um, I, for me, was Seth Rollins and Finn Balor. Balor. Um, that match was great to me. Um, and then even how it ended with Damian Priest coming out and trying to help him. And I thought that match, and you know how I feel. I just love the, the, the reaction Seth gets when he comes out, man. That dude, I'm sorry, he's still a rock star to me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, no doubt. I mean, they sing his song like crazy. Yeah, um, I love it. And then I was not disappointed um in in the uh the tribal combat um it ended just like i thought it would though i I had a feeling jimmy was gonna interfere i didn't know which kind of way he was gonna do it i was shocked that it it he i should i take that back i wasn't really that shocked um but i knew he was going to interfere and him doing the way he did i was just like so that that storyline is gonna keep going they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna milk that thing as long as they can yeah um so, I thought the best moment was Eo Sky cashing in the way the she title. did. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, 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 I liked the the three way match with the ladies, but I really wish Bianca and I was on with Bo Johnson mm-hmm. on Saturday night. I really wish that Bianca would have turned heel. I, I wish. Yeah. I wish she would turn heel. And stop the skipping and the hair twirling and all that stuff, and just cut a kick-ass promo. Right. Like I just, I, I think, I think if you let Bianca lose, I, I think she's a tremendous performer, and she could again if they let her do what she does, she could just punish um, some of the other women. I, I like yeah, that moment. She is brutal when yeah, she when yeah. she gets I, to I, it. I like the moment. Um, I would guess this maybe sets up Io Sky versus um, Rhea Ripley, and that's mm-hmm. because. Survivor Series, which will come up in November, is champion versus champion. Right. Okay? I'm going to guess that EO Sky is going to take on Rhea Rhea Ripley because I'm not going to guess that either one of those girls is going to lose the title between now and then. Right. So I'm guessing that's going to set up SummerSlam because that will also set up potentially, and this would be a great match, 
if you could set up Seth Rollins and in, in Roman yeah. at, at at Survivor Series, yeah. champion versus champion, mm-hmm. and then you pivot to Cody for the WrestleMania run. Right. That's the only way that this thing makes any sense is if Cody wins at WrestleMania next year and beats Roman Reigns. Right. So it's he gets his game, he gets his win back and and all that stuff. Um, I liked the Brock. Cody match and and Cody had to win that match. Yeah, like you couldn't advance his story if he doesn't win. Right, would make no sense. Should he have hugged him and uh, you yeah, know that like, part of the eh, yeah. okay. <laughs> I mean, you know, um, I'll be honest with you, I didn't watch much of Finn Balor and Seth because I've seen that match four thousand times. It was good. I, I've yeah. seen that match four thousand. I, I know, I know. I, and I'll tell you what, I didn't like the main event. I first off, that match was way too long. Like that match didn't end until like twelve fifteen. Mm. Like they those guys wrestled forever. That match was way too long. It was too predictable. I, I in all honesty, and I don't know if they're ever gonna do this. You should have had Rikishi and Afa and Sika come out at some point. Yeah. That would have been the thing, would have been to have the tribal council, to have to have the OGs have them come be, out yeah. do something. And but they it, may still do that though. They may. They may still but, do but, that. This is their second biggest pay-per-view of the year, though. Like, you, you have to understand, this is their number two pay-per-view that they run. Yeah. And I just didn't think it was a very good show. I, I, was, I was giving the WWE the benefit of the doubt because, I, and I told this to Bo, I said, look, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt because their pay-per-views have been outstanding this year. Like, they are white hot. Like, they are red, mm-hmm. white hot with how good the WWE has been this year. And a lot of it's the bloodline, right? I mean, right. but it's been Sammy and Owens and all that too. But the storyline for the bloodline has been white hot great. And I was I was looking at the card and I was like, okay, there's no chance Jay's gonna win. Cody has to win. Mm-hmm. There's no chance that uh or um Drew McIntyre is beating because right. again, Gunther, they've they've yeah. got they've got one of the best stars in the on the Gunther is fantastic. Yeah. Have you like, seen the pictures? His some of his like he's lost a lot of weight. Oh yeah, he has. Yeah, but I mean he's fantastic. Yeah, he is. I mean, he's a tremendous wrestler. There's no reason to take the belt off him. Mm-mm. So that wasn't going to happen. I like the EO Sky thing. I mean, again, they're probably going to set her up for her and Rhea, but mm-hmm. I like that idea. The triple threat match was. I it, didn't like it. Um, it was okay. Yeah. I mean, it it was too too busy. Um, I liked. The finish with Bianca yeah. winning the title, and then, rolling her up yeah. in the figure four, right. or figure eight, what it's going to be. I like that, and then Io coming down and cap. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, but the match was. It seemed like it was too much for them to really get rhythm, get well, that it's, ring. Because it's, it's hard to do as a three way. Yeah. I mean, yeah. when you have a three way match like that, you're going to have two people in the ring, one on the floor. Right. That's how it's and that's how it always ends up being. Mm-hmm. Um. The underrated match was was Logan Paul and Ricochet. Yeah, that was like, pretty that good. Like that was that was pretty yeah, good. That I was mean, pretty good. Again, it was what it was, and, and the reason Logan Paul went on first is because he wanted to go see his brother, brother fight. fight. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, he was going out to Vegas to watch his brother fight. Um, Logan Paul needed to win, yeah. so that was the right result for what it was. I mean, it was fun, but again, you knew that those two guys were just going to jump from, from one end of from the ring to the other. Right, right, right. I mean, they were going <laughs> to. That's what they were going to do. Um, but I, I'm, I'm of the opinion. It should have been a better show than that. There wasn't many surprises. <clears throat> Usually, SummerSlam has. 
Listen, the last couple of years for SummerSlam, last year was damage control showing up mm-hmm. to uh, Bianca and Becky. Mm-hmm. Um, the year before that was Becky showing up to beat Bianca mm-hmm. in like 30 seconds to pin her. I mean, usually SummerSlam's got some surprises to it. Other than the EO thing, there wasn't any big surprises. I mean, you know, last year was Brock and Roman with the with the bucket loader that mm-hmm. lifted up the ring, right? Right. I don't know. I just I didn't like the main event. I mean, it was it was too predictable. I've seen that match a thousand times. It feels like, and okay, okay, Jay, Jay, or. Uh, Jimmy. Jimmy turned on you. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you knew, like, when I he mean, went when he went out with the injury, you knew that you kind of had the feeling that that's where they were going to go. I mean, if this is the way you're going to drag it out, it's like, okay. So we're going to get brother versus brother? Yeah. I don't know. So, no, but you know what I did? I cause To your point, because I thought about you when, once, once I finished it and, and that happened, I thought about you and I said, well, I wonder if this is their way potentially to get Cody into the fold as far as, far as facing Roman because maybe now if, if Jay is off on his own, obviously there's going to be some times where well, he needs a I, tag I partner. But I don't think that – I don't think all of that because payback is the next um, pay-per-view. And, and then they'll, they'll get into – payback will be in September. Mm-hmm. They'll be – I think it's Hell in a Cell is October. And then November will be Survivor Series. That will be champion versus champion. Like that's right. They have the Survivor Series match, and then they have champion versus champion. Right. So, I think Roman and Seth are going to have a match at Survivor Series. That's going to set that up, and then Cody's going to come out of that, and that's going to start to build to WrestleMania. But again, I still will contend Cody should have won the belt at WrestleMania last year. I mean, yeah. at, 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 he. If you're going to have him win the Royal Rumble and all this kind of stuff, and he was white hot coming off that injury with the match against Seth Rollins in the cage and mm-hmm. all this stuff, you needed to you needed to put the belt on him. You know, even if it meant that Roman wasn't going to have his thousand days as champion. Right. With all due respect, nobody care in, in today's modern world. Right. Like nobody cares about that stuff. Yeah. I mean, again, it's not Pedro Morales. It's not Bruno San Martino. It's not even Hogan. I mean, it's it's it was a big deal back then. But it's not a big deal now. Right. We see the belts change so many times. It's not a big deal now to have a guy be the champion that long, other than the fact that Roman is so good in his role and Paul Heyman's a, a master. <laughs> like Paul Heyman's the best of all time. Um, but if you're not going to have Cody and Roman at WrestleMania next year and right. he wins the title, again, I don't know. I don't know what. And um, – and it was a it was a long pay per view. I mean, it was long, like it was. Yeah. I mean, it started at eight and it didn't end until like twelve thirty. And then they had the press conference after that. I mean, it was <laughs> long pay per view. I mean, so I didn't. I I thought it was okay. There were moments that were good, not enough good moments compared to what they've done yeah. on pay per view this year. That Puerto Rico crowd was fantastic. Yeah. That pay per view was terrific. Um, I forget what that pay-per-view was now. Um, that was um, Backlash. Backlash. Yeah, yep. that was tremendous. The Rumble was tremendous. The WrestleMania has, was tremendous. I just didn't think that this was as good a pay-per-view. Yeah. You know what else I think they can get rid of? That long walk. 
Yeah, that <laughs> yeah, that 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 becomes monotonous. Yeah, Again, right. I mean, it takes Roman 20 minutes to right, get to the ring. Right, just to get to the ring. Yeah. I mean, it takes it took like half like the 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 entrance way for Roman is as long as the match. Yeah. It's just yeah. crazy. Yeah, it's just it's way too long. So uh, again, um, I gave the benefit of the doubt to the WWE because they've been so good, but I did not. And and the Royal Rumble that uh, or that Battle Royal, mm-hmm. the right guy won. At least the right guy won because LA Knight is outside of Roman, he's the hottest wrestler in the company right now. He yeah. is a star. Yeah, like that crowd, that crowd craps their pants for yeah, him. Yeah, they do. Like he is red hot right now. So anyway, so our thoughts about uh, SummerSlam. When we get back, love TKO. Chuck Green, the Key Studios, Sports Radio, and after the game, Odyssey.com app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.